With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everyone. Today is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And therefore, we will be starting the show with a moment of silence.
Music, politics, or just chatting it up. Punch in the basement, see, that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Punch in the basement with your bonnet to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. <laughs> One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway. All our authors, though, Jay. You can send me some cologne, cause I mean, oh, you know. Yeah. Just in case I should be Shaka Khan, I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh god. Okay, doggy, babe. Whatever you say. With Tom, so and we thank you for that. Thank you. Well, thank you. That little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, Funny, how you doing today? Thank you for my first smile. I can't hear you. Can I hear you? Okay. There you go. How are we doing? We good. Okay. How you doing? Uh-oh. Sorry, my voice is coming up in the basement today. For real. <laughs> yeah, your voice is going low. How low can you go? Oh, uh, this is the um, well. The third Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah, the third day of moving around and um, doing a, a nut schedule until till Thursday, so it should be cool. Well, today. enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. And thank you, Elisa. We agree. Give us a network. Thank you. Give us a network. Do it. Do it. Hey Sage, good morning. Yes. Um. So clearly, this is um the 20th anniversary of September 11th, 2001. Hey, Pop. Happy Chulo. Um. And a lot of people, you know, are having feelings for obvious reasons. And um, I just want to invite every and anyone, if you have any thoughts um, that you would like to share, um, any memories, anything, um, 
because in in my opinion, my humble one person out of trillions, um, my opinion is that the event was extremely traumatic. Um, <laughs> not only, you know, first of all, for the people, those who survived the event and um, for those who were down town that day in New York, um, those who are who were in New York, who had plans to be in New York, those who were born and raised in New York, um, those in neighboring states, those who are United States citizens, those who have um I, I just want to start off with, with one thing, um and and it's just um something that popped into my head I think yesterday. Um and um my own trauma and I'm still traumatized by that event and it still physically affects me. Um so and I, I don't I don't like to talk about it. But what what I will say is that people from all over the country rallied together on that day. People from all walks of life, different faiths, all band together. They came to New York. They they went to Washington. Everybody band together to help. I remember... Um, Bridges and tunnels being shut down for a couple of days immediately after, and then um, I also remember the tanks on on the uh, FDR Drive, army tanks and military helicopters flying over my my house and and whatnot. But um, I digress. Um, when I I remember being um, stuck in the Bronx for a couple of days. And then when I was allowed to go over the bridge into back into Manhattan, I remember the police being on the on the bridge and the military, you know, being on the bridge watching, looking in every car, and for, for probably for the first time ever, I knew they weren't looking for a black person. You know, it, it had this whole different feel. Like I knew they weren't looking for me. Not not like I'm I'm guilty of anything, but for being a black American, you know, a black person mm-hmm. in America. Let's put it like that. Um, they can't tell. They can't tell us apart. No way. So you know, but our dark reflected brothers. Yeah, I just I just knew that you know I wasn't the who what they were what they were looking for. Um. Anyway. Um. With all the people that got together, regardless of political affiliation, all of that stuff, everybody band together because um, people were like, what are you doing here? You're from Ohio. I'm an American. I'm an American. That was the thing. Whitney's rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, these things, I mean, we all rallied, regardless of what you look like. Even even that racist bullshit, I, I feel like. Um, although, you know, clearly, unfortunately, um, there were 
people, you know, being um, targeted that day and the days thereafter due to their religious beliefs. And that's where that goes, you know. Um, right. And one, one last I, thing, I, mean, I just want to say just one last sure. thing, and then I'll let you have it. Um, with all of the unity that that incident um, brought about in this country, it took one fucking idiot to remind us of just how divided we really can be. This country today, 20 years later, is more openly, I'll say, openly divided and disgusting than it ever was. And you would think that with the good that is inherent in human beings because we're born pure. We're born good, I believe. And for for that good to to bring us together on nine eleven two thousand and one and just to see where we are just a short twenty years later. That time went by like that. And look at where the fuck we are. People get it together. That's all I got to say about that. And the opinions that I have <laughs> are not the goddamn opinions of... The views and information are opinions. Okay. series are solely those of the individual involved and do not necessarily represent those of WJBR Internet Radio. And again, I say get it together. Your prejudices, your goddamn phobias and all that shit. Mind your goddamn business. Now, there's a piggyback. You know, um, yes, I'm going to give Javon a chance to apologize for it. That takes it all away. If you mean what you mean, stand in it. You know, stand in it. I do stand in it. I just apologize for the way I articulated it. Um, Why people don't understand? No, it's not. I don't, people, some people will never understand, which is why we're in this shithole. But (laughs) I, I, I am striving to be a better communicator. You know, I, I really, really want to I would really, I've been thinking recently about what will my legacy be? Can I be a healer and a uniter? Can I be a teacher of the truth? Can I bring, will, will, can, can that be a part of my legacy? Can, can I at least, you know, not just the scorpionism that I cannot help. Can, can, can I leave some other shit out there? So it's really about um, me trying to um, communicate more effectively. That's all. That's what the apology is for, not for the way I, what the things that I believe, because. Perspective is key. I thought it was very effective communication. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's funny about that too. I remember when I first got out of school, I had a a professor I was extremely fond of, right? And, um, he was asking me about the work I was engaging in at that time. And I was, you know, telling him and how I was, you know, building the bonds with the, with the youth I was, and he was like, um, 
and they get you. I was like, well, you know, I'm happy. He said, are you trying to elevate them or are you trying to communicate? What are you doing? And, you know, I've always been blessed with people who challenged my thinking throughout my whole entire life, you know. And he's like, you know, it doesn't matter how many six and seven syllable words you have for them and how you're trying to break down and explain. If they don't get it, you're not effectively communicating. And that's not on them. That's on you. And I was just, and that just forever changed my life, you know. So it was just kind of, when I think about communication, you know, when you see the memes go, but you know what I mean, you know what I said, you know, because you got to, I just think in some degrees, flexibility is very, very useful, particularly, and, you know, and this is just my personal opinion, does not reflect the views of WJBR Internet Radio, but um, particularly women. We got to know how to go from the curb to the boardroom. Dialogue in, in, in uh, our level of approach to certain things, because oftentimes we can be in the boardroom and challenged by the curb, or be in the curb and challenged by the boardroom. Um, by that, I mean different levels of, of folk. So I just say flexibility is key, you know? Absolutely. So you, you were very um, clear in your dialogue. Thank you. you know, and sometimes... You know, I'm not I'm not an advocate for cussing, but I, but but a cuss word fits and closes out the sentence. Sometimes it's like, it's like a, a better um, explanation point, right? We do you have know. a caller. Do we want to take the call now? Or five zero eight six are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from, love? My name is Sage Gallon. I'm calling from Brooklyn, New York. Hey Sage Gallon, how are you, love? I am amazing, and, and I agree. You know, um, Pop actually in the comments posted something which is beautiful, and he's one hundred percent correct. And that we will never forget how we felt on that day. Um, it didn't matter if we're a Democrat or Republican, black or white, young or old. We were American, and I'm, you know, that's that's a real real statement. I am though. Um, reminded of what happened thereafter. And I remember that day in the morning, I was in Los Angeles, and you know, I just woke up, and the TV was on, and I thought it was a movie. And I'm like, this is, who do this? This is a horrible movie. And then when people started jumping out of those buildings, um, it became real to me. And I remember standing there horrified, much like I was horrified this um, January the 6th. And watching that um, act of domestic terrorism. But I wanted to say something. Giovanni said, you know, a bringer of the truth. And and I I did that. But, you know, what happened after 9-11 to the Muslim community? Um, Walking through airports or being harassed or being beaten up and mosques being um, torched and whatnot. We don't see that same reaction, that recoil um, based on, you know, white people aren't, even if they're wearing a Make America Great Again hat, they're not being accosted. They're not being harassed. They're not being subjugated to a concept um, about what terrorists actually look like. You know, there's a meme, since you were talking about a meme, but there's a meme where, uh, like Homer uh, Simpson meme, where, you know, it shows the difference between um, uh, a disturbed young man and a terrorist. 
and it all it is is a color a color a color chart, and the terrorists are the brown and black people. The disturbed young person is the white person. So, you know, we do have to. We are more divided, but we, I think, the thing that will be a unifying force is really, really, really examining truths. You know, um, and and the idea of supremacy and nationalism and terrorism and all of that. And you know, I think it starts off. There was something that I had a conversation with my little brother today, and I was expressing to him how love is um, contagious. And the more we call people and say, "Hey, I'm just thinking about you, baby. I love you," um, the more that will grow. I believe. I hope. I pray. And the more that grows the less um, necessity uh, would be there there to hurt, harm, kill, attack other people. And um, and I just want to make those two points. You know, love is a powerful force. And, you know, if we're going to be real, real, you know, as as horrible as 9-11 was, you know, there are acts of domestic terrorism that have taken far more than 3,000 lives. And it's not a comparison. It's just a fact. So thank you for letting me share. Don't go anywhere. Don't. That was that was amazing. And what you also just brought to my mind, okay? The people who were actually burning the mosques, who were torturing the Muslim community, are the same people who 20 years later, either them themselves or their children were the domestic terrorists on January 6th. Mm-hmm. These are the very same people, these are the very same people that burn churches, that go and shoot people in churches. Mm-hmm. These are the people, these are the folk that terrorize Black people walking in the street. These these are them. That's why nobody's torturing them. It's them. These are the Americans that think they have the right to mind other people's business and to say, this is my country and it's going to be the way I say and the, and I'll kill you. And the the these this is this would be okay. them. And this I'll say is, that it was less than nine eleven. Quite frankly, if we don't tell the whole truth. You know, yes, there was a lot of tragedy on that day. Yes, there was a lot of, 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 you know, and yes, we still mourn as a country, you know, but there's a serious internal separation that happens, too, because the United States, and I'm going to take the whatever, and before I say it, I better do the disclaimer on this one for sure. <laughs> the view, information, and opinions expressed in Brunch in the Basement series are solely those of the individuals involved and not necessarily WJBR Internet Radio. That being said, the United States has a vicious, vicious, vicious history of not minding their own damn business under the guise of whatever democracy that we don't even have here. Let's just call it. We don't have democracy here, good people. We have the illusion of such. And then we go into other countries and pilfer and tell them how they need to do their stuff when we ain't got our shit together over here. See, I can see if we served as some kind of blueprint. But we don't. We're still tragically suffering and so far away from where we need to be, it's disgusting. But yet, 
that same situation that occurred 20 years ago, it just pulled out very recently. You understand? And then, some, and then rumor has it that some of the people involved were trained by the United States. So how do you expect to always have your hand in the cookie jar, but you bear no responsibility for shit? Examine that. And then you sacrifice our service people, our men and women that want to believe in things and want to make the country great. You sacrifice those for decisions made in a boardroom with a bunch of folks that don't look like us. And again, when I went over to, and I traveled internationally and domestically, and when I go over places, we were laughing stock when a boy was in office. They were just, I had someone from another country, and I'm not going to name the country, look at me in the elevator and say, oh, Trump, oh, Trump. And just shook his head. I had to laugh. It was so like, who, what? <laughs> like, and I said, don't, don't associate me, period. You know, Bushes, the Cheneys, all of them, rolling around in this stuff for decades. Mm-hmm. At the risk of all of the people. They are still making decisions at the risk of the American people. When you decide not to pay attention to something happen, you're supposed to be protected by our military, foreign and domestic folk, right? But yet you still got, you know, and there is some direct correlation between, in my opinion, two stage, I agree, with them marching up on the Capitol, the same attitudes exist. You think you can march up on the Capitol same way you march your asses in other countries doing something that ain't got nothing to do with y'all. Mm-hmm. You are asked to be there. And then you pull out and you look crazy as hell doing it. And this is, this. that's exactly, you know, that's exactly it. People don't bomb you for no reason. Oh, I love you. Let me bomb you. No, you get, you get bombed for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Um, For every action, there's point. a reaction. So... One last point, you, you, you pull out of Afghanistan, but yet you leave all of your equipment, most of it, behind. Mm. What do you think is going to happen right after you step off? You leave, your in your, you leave all of that stuff behind. Because there, there must have been a way, there must have been a way to, to get the, that artillery out of there before you announced you were leaving. Just start... Start moving the artillery. We know who got it. It's all over the news who got it. They're, they're saying they're not shy about what they say. As a matter of fact, if if you didn't realize we left it there, we left it right there. In the <laughs> oh no, down the block. Keep moving. There you go. They 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 it's getting hotter, it. Yeah. They, how about how about how about we got thank they thank us for it. <laughs> this is this is not this is not a secret. They it's just it's just that people don't think beyond their elbow. If you you know what I mean? Like if you would think the the length of your hand, you might you know, all the way down the arm to the hand, you might you might figure something out. But again to your, your point, um Sage, you know, there's there's no uh, retaliation against them because they're the ones that typically retaliate. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go because we have galleries op- uh, gallery opening today, but I want to make one last observation if possible. Um, you know, there was a failed uh, a bombing attack on an airplane where 
a young man of color had something in his shoe. So now we all have to take our shoes off when we go to the airport, yes? Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan, Roof, Dylan Roof could shoot up a church full of black people. You could have a school where kids get shot up. You could have a movie theater. You could have a bank. You could have anywhere on, the, on, on, on this country get shot up. And these are my um, opinions, not radio stations, uh, disclaimer. Um, but we could still walk into Walmart or Walgreens or wherever and buy an automatic <laughs> machine gun. That, the insanity is just so, the irony is so is so rich to me. I'm going to go out and run up to Harlem for this opening. I love you guys so much, and I love you guys watching. I miss you guys. I'll see you soon. Love you. We love you back. We love you back. Oh, we love you back. Safe travels, baby. Thank you. Love you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's really, really something to think about. And until we are ready, and I say it again, until we are ready to have and see, conversations don't mean arguing. Some people can't even have a, a legitimate conversation with someone opposed without feeling like something is being taken from them, you know. And I understand when you're locked in opinions and views, how, how you know, tormenting it could be if somebody proves them wrong or whatever. I, you know, and I get into that. But just to be able to have dialogue behind some of the things that are going on. Now, what I know to be consistent in my years on the planet is lack of responsibility um, from the people in power because they'll just pretend it didn't happen. The way they've been telling history for years has just been such a miseducation. Mm-hmm. And you need, we, we need to collectively unlearn some stuff to be able to love each other more because it just won't work without it. The, the information they've given each other and spread out. And yes, I'll make them responsible for that because, you know, they control it. You control it. A lot of responsibility comes with control. That's why some of us don't want it. <laughs> but you have a knack or you have a, a need to control everything. Well, then bear the responsibility for it. You can't do both. Yep, yep, yep. But, um, you know, and again, um, it's a National Day of Mourning. We have many of them. Yeah, unfortunately. 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 How you doing, LaVon? And happy birthday again. Happy belated birthday at this point. But again, sweetheart. Hey, Gabby Greta. How are you? So, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Birthday is different now, right? You know, just just grateful to put your feet on the ground every morning. And if you weren't a birthday celebrator, you know, celebrating these years, because you know we're still in another type of war <laughs> at this point, and we still um, have not done much with the oldest pandemic that we've been in, which is racism. Exactly. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned that. Um... You know what? I I run across these these um, videos. I'm I've become sort of a social media monster because I don't just I just don't go out often. And again, um, wait, say it again. You're addicted to TikTok. Oh my God! Look, if you, I I find these really funny, cute, or sometimes. They do. We're clear. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's mental health, clearly. Yeah, that's because they're out of control. Yeah, mental health or operating out of lack. Those are the two most dangerous combinations, in my opinion. You know, uh, somebody who operates out of lack has a need to control everything or trauma. But somebody who, you know, like or or the same boardroom (laughs) wanting to control everything. But yet it's like you just... It's like telling your brother and sister go clean up your room and your room is a pigsty. <laughs> How about that? Come on, son. How about that? Let me see. Did I I saw this actually not on TikTok. Not on TikTok. TikTok. Um, but on another site. I don't know what I did with it. If I find it, I'll I'll show it. It it was this remarkable. Um, <laughs> remarkable. Remarkable. <laughs> Give me too much of TikTok for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's who's. Your neck neck was my dear friend Sabrina. She will send me TikToks on my cell phone, and I'm not even on TikTok. She'll send me TikToks on my cell phone at two in the morning. Whatever she's up, she finds one funny. She's sending it out. <laughs> Those things are fun, but these people are just so creative. I I just. I love it. I love it. I just don't have the which but but you know what was interesting? And maybe y'all hmm. can help me with this. Maybe y'all can can type it up and and give me a a re- response. So really I'm trying to get 1000 followers on TikTok because once you get 1000 followers, you can then go live. So that's really one of my goals. I I want to uh-huh. go live on TikTok because it's well, so they wait. so they may so you have to have Unlike the other platforms, you have to have a certain number of followers to be able to go live. Right. Mm, interesting. I, I just got like 700 and something followers. So if you're on TikTok, follow me. Um, I'm Javon again. That's what it's called? I'm Javon again? No, Javon again. That's my, my handle, okay. Javon again. Okay. Yeah. Javon again. Yeah. So, and I have like 700. I'm trying to get um, like 1,000. But anyway, um. Somebody, some man, went in my, uh, I guess my DM on TikTok and asked me, <laughs> I can't, I can't even, I just, I just laugh at the thought of it. Like, what made him come to my old ass self and and put this in my? Anyway, how would you like? How would you like a sugar daddy to pay your bills and your rent? Like, what my question is that even? That's like, self-explanatory. No, no. He asked the question, how would you like, you know, it wasn't, it was kind of, how, how would you like a sugar daddy? How about, I, how would he like a nice, I, I got my response. I got it. Thank you so much, Therese. My response, <laughs> no, my response is going to be, how would you like a nice Hawaiian punch? <laughs> who do you think oh, you're talking God. about? Talking to, who do you think you're talking to? You're going to pay my bills and my rent. There's a lot of fucking assumptions you just made about me. First of all, what makes you think I rent anything? There's not Listen, a you took, that, you took that all together too personal. <laughs> You ran that through your whole central nervous system, and it didn't even need to be. 
I'd have said, send the check, I'm sorry, <laughs> send the money orders to this address, to my management office, you know? and I will show you them. Bruh, if you just need somebody to TikTok with, you can follow my TikTok and send the check there and shut up. Now, if it was a sugar mama, would it have made a difference? That would have been more funny. That <laughs> that would have made me giggle. Like, how how damn old is she? <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm just saying, man. Like, damn. Shit. <laughs> Gabby says, send, send him her way. <laughs> Yo, I, what did I do with this thing, man? Social security. He's got his social security on fleek. You know on, what I'm saying? Love. I know. Because if he think he's going to share his social security check with me. Oh, he's not. He He's volunteering. He's listening. Oh, okay. Whatever. That's that's just too funky for me. How about that? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> How you draw about, your line of some type of funk. Yeah, like how about no? No. Thank you, Walt. Thank you, darling. Thank you, honey. I appreciate that. I have to find. I forgot what the hell video I'm looking for. I know I'm looking for some video. Eh, whatever it was, it was good. I actually um, found the young lady on. Facebook and message messaged her to let her know that we may be um, showing her video today. The thing is, you know, when you, if you use someone's anything, you know, you should get permission. You should let them at least know that you, if it's like common, if it's out there for the common, you should let them know, you know, um, and not that anybody's asked me, and I know this is going to sound random as hell, but when you find um, music online, whether it be music videos or however you stream, um, if you are able to, you should always find the song on the artist's website or on iTunes or something and buy it, purchase it. Um Spend the one twenty nine, the ninety nine cents, or whatever, um, and and buy it. Especially if it's an indie artist or an artist not um, currently signed. A lot of artists that we've always loved have are now working for themselves and putting out material for themselves, and that money then goes directly to them. Please, 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 let's support our artists that we love so much. And, you know, when, when, whenever you rip a song from the Internet, you're ripping off the artist. I just want to put that out there. That's my thing for the day. Why doesn't that surprise me, Gabby Greta? Okay, so, so for, for the... um. The people who are listening on the podcast. Yes. Let's read that if you could. I don't know if we should with me on this. 
<laughs> okay. Maybe. No, I mean, it's it's out there. The legend, Mr. Stevie Wonder, allegedly used to roll up in church, sit beside a pretty damn and dame, I guess, and tell her, I can give you all you pray for <laughs> to the Lord. And I ain't even got to pray. And and I ain't even got to pray. You ain't even got to pray. And you ain't even got to pray for me. Okay. I, I don't, we don't know that that's true or not. I mean, he never came to church when I was there and sat next. I don't even know that he would have to do something like that because because he couldn't. He couldn't would have to, and what people do are two different things. No, that's true. There are other motivations. Yeah. And and this is true. This is true. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of like psychology that goes with everything. Yeah. You know, we'd have no behavioral behavioral sciences were 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 my thing for a minute because it's like you would think that one and one is two, but somebody's always gonna make it one and a half this or two true. and a half. This you is know? true. This is true. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh let's uh check out this video and y'all let me know what you think. I did find it. Of course I did. Tammy too much. Tammy TikTok too much. You know <laughs> Pop <laughs> Tammy too much, Tammy too much, Tammy too much. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's let's check this out. Y'all y'all let me know what, what, what you think about this. Yeah, what's up? It's Friday, so I'm going to keep it black, but I'm going to keep it brief. So, Balenciaga, I would just like to know, where are the Negroes that work for you? Because I'm just trying to figure out how these pants, designed to mimic sagging pants over drawers, made it through the design room, the rollout room, manufacturing into the stores and onto your website. It's time to talk about cultural appropriation. For those of you who don't remember, there was a very long period of time where sagging pants had the Negroes of America in a chokehold. Widely popular in the South. Men of all ages would sport their jabos, South Pole, Inichi, even their true religion jeans around their kneecaps. Kneecaps? Yes, managed to walk, run, crank that soldier boy, pick up that baby from school, and everything else in these pants. The purpose for many was to show off their designer boxes and big belt buckles because materialism. You know, it was almost as if designers had special committees where they intentionally said things like, what is the flashiest? Gaudiest design that we can come up with. So the Negroes will buy it. Because we know they're not going to spend this money unless you can see the label from a mile away. Mind you, Louis Vuitton had already established a brand with monogram print. But other companies jumped on the bandwagon after Dapper Dan, T-H-E-E designer of the time, made buku money bootlegging their designs for hip-hop artists. So they shut down his operations and then stole his message. But anywho, these saggy pants were also widely disapproved of, definitely considered unprofessional, and associated with thug life and criminality. Furthermore, sagging pants in public was linked to sagging pants in jail, which, according to the street, was what men did in prison to signal that they were down for the, you know. Young men were strongly discouraged from emulating jail culture, so they wouldn't be perceived negatively in public and professional sectors. But was this out of love and guidance, or was it out of homophobia? This late 2000s trend was vilified by media networks and irrevocably associated with the ghetto or hood culture. But now you about to have it on the runway? And see, this is what we be talking about. Y'all be so mad, upset. 
so quick to demote our contributions to fashion and popular culture down to dirty, improper, undesirable, and characteristic of the lower class, but then turn around and put a price tag on it so then it's valuable to the upper class and act like we was just going to miss that. No, girl, they just don't care what we think about it. And don't get me started on the boxer braids, the Boderic braids. Girl, we do not have to go there. Talking about cutting-edge hairstyles. Yes, girl, we know. That made their entire fortune. Yes. Made their entire bodies. Yes. <laughs> in the image of black women and do what black women's bodies can do. Like, like have black babies. <clears throat> you did not have to do them like that. But it's just not them. And y'all know who I'm talking about. Historically, cultural appropriation has worked its way through fashion, music, slang. They want to say the N-word so bad through a Christopher Columbus approach. White folks fishing around where they're not supposed to be in the first place, finding something they deem savage, claiming to have discovered it, dressing it up, inflating the price, making money, and erasing its origins. Since the early 50s, white artists have taken black songs and either completely replicated them or made them more palatable and then sold millions of copies without giving a dime to the original creators. You ain't nothing but a hound dog? Big Mama Thornton, baby, not Elvis Presley. Rock and roll? Not Elvis Presley either, sis, but very much Chuck Berry, Lil Richard, and Fats Domino. Also, from the early to late 2000s, beauty standards were set on thin and pale women. With no curves, and now everybody want a big booty. Me too, girl. Which is an excellent example because so many of the elements about black culture that have been appropriated were at one point ridiculed and relegated to undesirability until proven trendy. Mm. Until monetizable. Mm. Until the images of the streets made their way to top-level designers. Or until they go on missing trips to the hood of an inspiration. And then come back and create their own shoddy representation of it. Gucci and their blackface menstrual sweaters. Like the teased-out afros that are becoming common at fashion shows. Them nasty braid wigs from the Comme des Garçons fashion show. But here's the thing, designer brands. It will be a great idea for you all to develop collections with urban design. As long as you explicitly pay homage to the communities they came from, and as long as these campaigns are operated and run by people of color. We don't want to see your white take on knotless braids and goddess locks in the next five years. Keep it. There's a thin line between appropriation and appreciation. And the general rule of thumb is, if you aren't giving anyone their credit, acting like you came up with it, willfully engaging in the come up off of it, chances are you stole it. TikTok dances. And not even the discussion of white creators taken from black creators, because it's not even so much about the action of an individual, but how society responds to it. Which is why I'd be so annoyed with Kim and them. Well, you know she helping black men get out of jail now. Well, I feel like that's the least she could do in her particular situation. Lenezy. <laughs> Yo, yes, I had yes, to. I had babe. to. I had to. I had to. She dope. Yes, 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 she is. And she breaks it all the way to the floor. And see, that's what I'm saying. And what do we have to do? Resort to videos to talk to one another so you don't get the ignorant feedback or so that you can get through the conversation? She got through all of that and we survived. Yeah, right. <laughs> but she told the damn, she told the damn truth. You know, that's Tell right. the truth. You know, that's right. You know, it ain't nothing worse than having a conversation with someone opposite, maybe someone of another uh, uh, culture. When you have it with black folks and they're, <laughs> and, you know, and uh, that shit eats me every time. Because you should know better. Yeah. You can't be that fragile. I'm sorry. Well, sorry. Some of us oh. been beat more than the others. And 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 you know it's I think it might be I'm just this is just an assumption uh, it's clearly you know an assumption but it might be easier for some people to just believe what they're bought you know like um, what's the saying as I buy it I sell it 
So they believe what they're told, and they don't have to take the energy to think further for themselves. They don't have to get their feelings hurt because it hurts. You know, it hurts. The truth hurts. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it only hurts if there's a level of resistance attached to it. It, it, it's, you know, you. It's painful to know that there's a whole faction of your country that thinks you're worthless or or that that wants to steal your goods or that your people have been treated in such a a poor fashion. There are black people that refuse to believe it. There's a black man right now running for governor or some shit in California who think that white people should get reparations for the ending of slavery because they lost property. Yeah, no. And he's I, saying I, I, that I, I, shit publicly. I, I, How far I does he... heard. Yeah, that's that. He's mean... the biggest ass they got on the planet. You know, oh, biggest ass in property. See, and that's what I'm talking about because we buy into a system that they've created, and we don't have free thinking. And some people, at all. some people, you know, depending on where you were raised, where you went to school, and and who your parents were and what you were taught, you know, some people believe that stuff. I have a friend whose parents watch Fox News like it's the, the law, and her parents are Trump supporters, black as charcoal, and and do not believe that that he is racist at all, even though we know he was sued for racial discriminatory practices in, in housing. We know what he did with that. Come on, come on, man. We know. Matter of fact, I, I think I told you, there are a couple of people who who are celebrities that I know that we we don't speak anymore because of their, they, they don't believe <laughs> that Trump, and they, they're not, they don't see things the way that we see things. Let's put it like that. I, I, I put it like this. I don't, I'm not offended by someone having, a, you know, I'm, like, I'm not offended by a Trump supporter. You know, if you want to, like, I have, I have relatives <laughs> who are Trump supporters, you know, um, and we talk, we have conversations. If you call me right now, you know, we'd have a conversation, but he has the capacity to hear another side. You know, and what I end the call every time I tell him, don't go nowhere and say that in no areas that you know you frequent, you know, because he, he has the luxury of not living, you know, in, in, um, in the hood, so to speak, you know. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> it, it's kind of funny when you think about it, because we just lost the capacity to talk to one another. You know, you don't have to be angry and, and all this transference going back and forth about it. Right. You know, I could be in a room with, I could go into a rally. You know, and still have my point of view if I'm safe to do that. But see, we've gotten to the point where if you have an opposing thought about something, you're either seen a certain way by your own peers. And that's the part, if I want to say I'm hurt by anything, that's the part when your peers, you know, that that share the same experiences are afraid to talk about or only talk about. You go to the, he goes the truth door right here. You go right, right here. But that talks about that. That's their trauma. That's their trauma. It especially, could be, especially you know? if if 
if I believe something or I feel some kind of way and I'm not willing to um, be bold enough to discuss it, then or or go through that door you're talking about, there's trauma. There's trauma that I've experienced that I'm not strong enough to push through. All right, duly noted. So, but then again, so so don't but don't hate on or or discourage the ones that are going to kick it in. No, and and, and and that's that's fine too. But there's fear. There's fear about what's going to happen when that door is kicked in, which is the reason why I don't want to kick the door open because I'm afraid. And I'm afraid, don't, don't, what is it, um, like, like some, some people would say, don't rattle, don't, don't borrow trouble, you know, just leave things the way they are. No, can't leave things the way they are. So people that I know that, um, listen, I'm just going to call them Trump supporters for the sake of keeping it simple. Don't believe there's racism. Don't believe whatever the hell they don't believe. If I were to. If I were able to, when I speak my truth, their feelings get hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? It it hurts them to think that that could possibly be true. But that's it. That's their experience, man. And we are all get us some of our experiences. Is that not true? You know. Mm-mm. I just, I just, you know, from my, from my own folk, unless you're going to, everybody got a part to play. If you ain't going through the door, then help me get through the window. Then over, I'll stand on your shoulders. You don't have to go in. Right. I got you, yeah. you know, at the yeah. end of the day, don't, don't, you know, don't, um, then it's almost like if you don't carry my same fears, it's weird. It's Very hard. Weird. And it's hard because, you know, I, I, keep thinking about um the the different mindsets of some of the enslaved people as history tells it which can may or may not be true i mean hell everybody could have been trying to get free as far as we know you know um we we've been told that some stayed and some wanted to stay and some which may or may not be true i don't know but hard not to when you don't see an opportunity somewhere and you are what and you're in your aging and you've right. been in it all your life that's all you know right what, you know it's what, the same thing that's happening now yeah. <laughs> this is all you know so us may be quiet yeah. us might not rattle that cage right. us might not us might not ask for no raise you know what i mean uh, it, it, it's kind of always, always, always ask for a raise yes but i'm just saying it's the same mentality that gets that you know the, yeah. the fear-based stuff, you know, and I'm not saying I don't understand why it exists. You know, I'm I'm not that insensitive. I absolutely understand people have lost their lives and their families over it. I get it, but you know, damn if you do, you damn if you don't. Yeah, and and some you don't guarantee nothing. Some people are locked <clears throat> locked into certain situations as well. You know, um, psychological locks. Hmm physical locks and barriers, um, you know, I think this is a good time to do a black history moment.
1999, a young 17-year-old Serena Williams became the second African-American woman to win the U.S. Open following the historic Althea Gibson, who won the U.S. Open in 1957 and 1958. Williams has dominated this women's tennis with her older sister, Venus Williams, during the beginning of the 21st century. Serena and her sister, Venus, have represented the United States well in the Olympic Games, winning more gold medals than any other women in tennis. She was born September 26, 1981, in Michigan. Libra, do you see that forearm on the screen? (laughs) And everything off to Serena. They have put her through so much. They have slandered her name. They have tried everything. To stop her, and she's unstoppable. This queen is amazing. And, um, you know, it's, it's just all of these black history moments that we share, I, I pray that if you see them, when you see them, you share them with someone 10 years younger than yourself and ask them to share it with someone 10 years younger than them until I we, remember. Until we get to the 10-year-olds. Right. And, and have them repeat it so that they don't forget it. Our history, this is the thing that, that makes us strong. When, when you know, when you look at this, this woman, a 10-year-old girl looking at her knows that she could do it. Over. I'm sorry, Rez. Go ahead. No, no sorry, no sorry uh, needed. Um, it's like long after, like you, you, you are living in history. Yeah. <laughs> We're living in history right now because long after uh, I call Serena and Venus home, they are going to be in the book, you know. And I'm just hoping we, I'm just hoping that we are the authors of some of these books that we and we need to get some of these books pushed into our school systems so that people can learn the truth. And learn about things, you know, in a, on a widespread variety of things. Like they, William sisters, um, I remember where I was when they stepped on the court. Well, when Venus did, you know, with her beads and just people were like, "What is this?" And then you heard the whispering. It's like, oh, and then they talked about everything from the way they posed and the way they held the rackets, you know, just everything. And but but you couldn't you couldn't talk about the way they were winning though. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> but it just wasn't seen. It wasn't proper. This and like, do you understand the mental health of folks that will tell you that this or that is not proper? That's that's the that's the epitome of judgment. The way you stand with your racket is not proper, but yet proper for me because you haven't experimented on anybody at that from prior to that point you weren't even talking about yeah maybe Althea Gibson was able to to um, have the the posture but you know she didn't have the anatomy of Serena Williams (laughs) you know and And this is how we stand when we hold in our kingdom when we have to hold our core this way because she's undeniably undeniably a bad queen, undeniably, and they couldn't take it. A lot of folks can't take it, and even some of us can't take it. So 
it is what it is. Shout out to the Williams sisters. Shout out to Serena Williams. Shout out to Venus Williams. Shout out to Richard Williams. But just I just can't wait for the movie uh, uh, starring Will Smith when that hits the um, hits the disco scene because I, I know you know I already know and and for your dad to push through some of that drama and folk where they were at it was like oh well you know <laughs> some of the comebacks I'm sure were his that were written in the in the film so I just can't wait to see it I know Will's gonna honor it in the way that he honors most oh, but. Absolutely. Particularly when all three of them are still living. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah. You're going to honor that bad boy. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Uh, can you see the forearm on this queen? Absolutely. Look at the left hand. <laughs> you don't want no parts of anything she's serving back on the other side. That's it. That's it. Serena Williams. So, Serena Williams. yeah, somebody go tell that. Right. People like to run and tell shit. Tell that. Tell that. You know, when we like to gossip, let's gossip about the good news. The greatness. Let's 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 gossip the truth about our inventors. You know? Speaking On of, every genre. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of gossip. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, there's another little something I want to share with you all. Hi, I'm Shaka Khan. Now, I happen to have 10 Grammys. But you know what? It's I guess it's a nice feeling when you first win the Grammy, but when I look back on it all, I don't sing for Grammys. I sing for the love of sharing love, and for the love of music. That's why I sing, not because of the 10 Grammys that I have. I'm thankful, mind you, but I don't sing for Grammys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Even when she's trying to do she's shady. <laughs> reminder of why you do this, a reminder of your anointing. Your God didn't say, I'm going to give you this voice so that you can get Grammys. Like, that's man-made shit, you know? Shaka's been moving people in love for a very long time. Shout out to the queen, you know? And if we just so happen to catch up to want to honor it via a Grammy, okay, to the tune of 10 of them. But um, she had to bring that back into focus. She sings for the love of it. And through that, she has been able to pay a lot of bills. Shout out to Shaka Khan. Oof. Yeah. Rick James. Yes, King Richard arrives November 19th in theaters and on HBO Max. Wow. And both? Okay. Simultaneously? Or am I reading that wrong? Innocent Serena Williams executive produced the film alongside this to Isha Price. Yes. Shout out to it's Isha. It's like a couple of days later. Um, even Aretha is already on HBO has been on HBO for a couple of days, like a week or two already. Like it's it's sort of mm-hmm. because people are not going into the theaters the way they were. Yeah. And just do a release on HBO. Yeah, but no, people, you know, but people also want to see you know, see things. Some people want to go and see things on the big screen. So 
I guess, you know, they're just trying to get as yeah, much as they can. Then eventually the price of HBO is going to go skyrocket because it's going to be the go-to for movies and I don't know, you know, you know, everything gets monetized. It's all about the money. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm here for it. That's another one of my, my bucket list of things to watch in the Rick James Baby, Rick James' memoir, Confession of a Super Freak, he praised Queen Khan. Mm. <laughs> First of all, those two personalities hanging out together. You, you don't want to be nowhere near that room. All that conversation, all but men, all but men, nothing. <laughs> exactly. Just shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. I get that. I'm feeling it. Yeah, you have to consider access as many black people don't have cable, much less unlimited data to stream. Okay. Yeah, we got to, you know, they also should, like, uh, the way they do war. And, and I think now because Internet is such a necessity and we are, you know, there has to be something in the pandemic that should be able the pandemic rescue uh, trillionaire package that they um, assign an internet service minimally uh, ongoing to uh, everyone in the country, which they could do. They force the cable companies to do that, it's you know, the, give it's, away. Free. It's, it's in the infrastructure deal. And that's one right. of the things. Yeah. And that's one of the things that the Republicans have been saying that it should not be in the infrastructure deal. And the Democrats are saying, yes, the hell it should be because Internet is now our way of communicating. And there are too many people in rural areas, too many people who are impoverished and can't afford it or in poorer neighborhoods. They don't have good, strong Wi-Fi. Every, the Democrats are saying that every American should have access to Wi-Fi because it's so important, just like the telephone was when it became the way of communicating. So, um, yeah, yeah. they they sitting there ready to set up to get this all this money moving. That's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and and speaking of which, I'd be remiss if um, I didn't mention um, something amazing that how uh, El Salvador becomes the first country to have cryptocurrency as its Currency. Interesting. El Salvador. Yes. They have, um, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they are working on getting areas in Africa as well um, that, again, don't have. So, I mean, this access to stuff on one hand, it's like, yeah, well, what y'all really doing? Because anytime you're going to wear something free, you know there's something attached to it. You know, that's right. It just is, you know? And, you know, yes, it's going to do good for the people, but guess who's ultimately going to benefit from it? Absolutely. Now, let's just hope in the long run, cryptocurrency stays deregulated because that's the pleasure of it. Yeah, but it won't. I can't say it won't. Just, just, just let's hope. Look at marijuana. Just look at weed. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's 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 about to make government richer. Well, then if that's the case, then then drop some taxes. You know, if you got all the money from doing all this, and we know that's a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar industry, we know that. You know, we know that y'all going to get y'all, y'all PC, y'all change, you're going to do it. So then drop the taxes then, if you found something to compensate what you're ripping the people off for. Drop the taxes. You would think give, somebody would, from, give folks a reason to want to be here. You would think they would do that now. No. I would think all it is dropping the taxes for for the rich, the wealthy. We just got to learn how to do that particular form formula. Got to find your good good tax attorney that gives you that particular formula because the formula is there. The formula is there, but that's just not the way capitalists work. In order for me to be rich, you have to be poor. Absolutely. And we'll teach you how to be comfortable being poor. Comfortable. Sure, sure, sure. You know, but, um, you know, and and that's poor. And and when I say poor, I'm just talking about money because you can be rich in so many other things. Like not having any money does not make you not rich. Please understand that. You know, because what they really want is your thinking. And that should remain priceless. Absolutely. And I am with you, Pop. Let's go. You know, I was I was wondering, you know, if you could keep on because the force has got a lot of power, and huh? it makes me feel like it, it makes me feel like it.
What you know about that, Rez? Oh, <laughs> 
Yes, Billy Idol is one guaranteed way to lure her out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he loves. I'm sorry, not Billy Idol, Billy Ocean. Excuse me. Shout Excuse out me. to Mo Neva, aka Background Betty. Yeah, she popped the door open with standing. <laughs> 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 oh. In pajamas. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, Yo. we got an in the house is some disrespectful time and you know cause normally she'd be up and, and out by now and have to do it again tomorrow but it's all good but that one guy she was in the doorway killing it <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was over there doing something I could see I could see it I could tell I could tell I could tell I could tell yeah the ocean he got a catalog for that ass don't he yes absolutely and speaking of, I can tell that's one of my favorites. I, I gotta throw, I, I gotta throw a little bit of that on there. That's a little, that's one of my um, mo favorites. Before it's time. You know, and that that video was dope. They wasn't ready. They wasn't ready for that video. They wasn't ready, but that shit had to. It, it was. It had me. I remember I used to watch VH1 <laughs> back then. I was sitting at the very edge. Of my, um, well, I didn't, it was sort of like a bed couch thing in my studio apartment. Or was I, was I, already, whatever, doesn't even matter. This is it. Feels You're not fooling me. By the way you dress, by the way you talk, by the friends you keep, the things you bought, how you treat your ex, how you treat your child, I beat your style from half a mile. Would you think of me, sleep with someone else? Would you take the time and protect yourself? How you lie to her, would you lie to me? I can tell if it's meant to be. I can tell you guys are all the same. Yeah. I can tell you what it's all about. I can tell you guys are all the same. I can tell you what you really want. I can tell you what it's all about. Gotta know before I go too far. Would you raise your hand? Would you raise your voice? Do you act brand new in front of your boy? Did you finish school or did you drop out? Have you opened up a bank account? And if I hang out at the end of the week, do I detect a jealous streak? Do you go for self or you aim to please? Because I can tell from what I see. I can tell you guys are all the same. 
But I love that freaking song, and that video was dope. And not just because of the story in the video, but because Mo, I'm speaking for my Moni for fan thing, fan head. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> fan head. I like fan head. <laughs> Slap me on the wall. I'm a fan head, right? She does this 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 groovy walk thing where she walks. She knows what I'm talking about, I think, but... Sassy mama. Yeah, she does this sassy thing in in the video, which I always thought was one of the coolest freaking moves. There you go. We we were doing some um, remodeling and like, uh, what do you call it, when you change up your linens and carpets and all kinds of shit, you know, from uh, a couple of days when we were going through. Spring cleaning, yes spring clean, fall cleaning, whatever that we call it. But we're throwing stuff out and moving chairs and all kinds of stuff. But since they I ran across some uh, old photos and one of the most, uh, in my opinion, uh, adorable picture of her back in 96, I think it was. It was, uh, she had this buried in this, she's got to do better to keep up stuff. But this was this old right on magazine from 1996, I believe, or 94, one of the two. But it was still in great condition, but it was just misplaced, so we put it back where it should go. But um, there was a, there inside of it, she had some pictures, like actual pictures, like she just stuck them inside the magazine. Not only was the magazine, was she in the magazine, but these pictures, and the picture, I turned it over, I was like, wow, great shot. Yeah, I'll share it with you. Yes, please well, do. Cause, baby, baby face Finsta. Because really, you know, like the, I guess the only one. See, I'm so stupid. I was going to say, this is the only picture I really have of her. Really? <laughs> but that's... <laughs> she loves that picture. She always giggles at that picture. I love it too. It's really one of my favorites of me and her. But, um, <laughs> No. Yeah, no. She, you know, you have a beautiful wife. So she, but most of her pictures, I love all of them. I 
well, I love most of them. I don't love all of anything. I don't even love every picture of my mama. So, you know, that goes without saying. <laughs> but um, this one is my favorite for sentimental reasons. Oh, okay. For sentimental reasons. Well, that looks like it's at a, an arena. It's men's basketball? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, I see it. Yep, that was at a Liberty game way back when, and um, we didn't know one another. Well, she didn't know me time. And um, I said, I saw her walking by. I said, when she came, and I had a, this, that picture came from like one of those Polaroid cameras, like. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, like really old school, not even a camera phone. And I was like, Monifa, Monifa, can I have a picture? And she was like, yeah, okay, go ahead. Are you one of them? Oh my God, I can't imagine. That would mortify me. Someone screaming my name. First of all, first of all, if if I'm I'm not (laughs) typically that way because I've been exposed for a long time, like years ago. If you if you are, it's okay. I'm I'm really not. I'm really not. It's just certain people have have um brought that out of me. Not it doesn't happen all. It just, but in that moment, seeing her, now, I used to work at Tower Records when it first opened, the one that oh. used to be by CBS. On, I Where is that? On I Broadway? It was on, yeah, on Broadway near 66th Street or something like that. When oh, the uptown, okay. Yeah. So a lot of people that were, <laughs> <laughs> I was not being creepy. I was being a fan, Okay. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, 66 Street. So um, it was right across the street from the television station. So we had, I mean, artists were coming in all the time. There was no such thing as buying music online and streaming and all that stuff back then. Um, mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I met so many different artists coming in there. And none of them made me go, ah, even... Um, during that time, the Cosby show was very popular and Malcolm Jamal Warner came in with a friend and I helped him find some stuff. And then I was never like, oh my God. It was like, look, I'm at work. Can I help you, sir? <laughs> you know, I knew very well who he was, but you know, and so many other people, um, Yoko Ono used to come through there. Walking on and ice. You know what was interesting though about mm-hmm. that time? Speaking of Yoko Ono, and there's no shade here. Um, but of all the all the artists, and I'm talking about celebrities like Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Stevie Wonder was the only other person that came in with someone, but that's because he had someone holding, you know, walking him through. You know what I'm saying? Because the man can't see. Um, but Yoko Ono came with an entourage. Like with an, she was the only one. It was crazy. Hmm craziness but um yeah she was on her way to or coming from somewhere maybe no she was shopping. i love yoga oh no she was shopping i don't know i mean she could have been could have would i mean yeah. and and also you know just for safety purposes i guess i don't know uh dress as a member of the adams family for halloween the creepy the creepy the cookie speaking of you know what Pop, you don't even know it, but you and me, you know why? Check out 
the most recent um he's talking about my attire. Check out the most recent um rapid fire. How about that? The name of the game is Rapid Fire. Okay. So it's really like a word association game. Okay, cool. I'm going to give you a word, and you just say the first word that pops into your head. Okay. All right? Okay. And there's no wrong answers, and you can say whatever it is you want to say. It doesn't matter. Right? All right. You got it. Okay, groovy. Ready? Mm-hmm. Love. Needed. Family. Mandatory. Community. Of. Color. Black. President. Disappointment. Shaka Khan. No other. Whitney. Beyond. Fashion. Exceptional. Powerful. Dana. Queen. Thank you so very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Hi, this is Timothy Snell, and I'm on WJBR Internet Radio. Tune in. Welcome. Thank you. Have a beautiful one. Thank you. I'm looking to see you in color next time. Color. I'm going to send you a picture of me in my most colorful garb. I can't wait to see. I'm sure your friend will be very happy about that, too. Color. Color. I'm sure she will. (laughs) Okay. Take care. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. You're welcome. I'm gonna send He's that. Sorry. Isn't he sweet? I'm I'm gonna um send that to him today. Um, <laughs> isn't that interesting? Pop telling me to dress up, and there you go. There you go. That's it. Ooh, rapid fire. I hope y'all do it with regular folks one day too. Hint, monitor. We can do rapid fire with anybody. Gabby Greta. We've done it. Yes. We've done it with each other, right? You know, it's funny that I I said to myself as I was cleaning, I was like, you know, we were talking about uh, word association games because someone saw the someone I know saw the uh, one with Rasan, and um, you know, they went on to share <laughs> that yeah, you know, because that kind of that kind of you know that's you know what was really going on with him, you know, trying to explain it. And I was like, uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you think? Oh, okay. You know, sometimes I'm just like, okay. Yes, a call in rapid fire too. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. A call in rapid fire would be wonderful. Absolutely. And you know what else would, would be kind of cool, too? What if uh-huh. people called in and gave us words? Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. Reverse mm-hmm. rapid fire. That like, I'd love to do a rapid fire with LaVon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably everything she would say is Javon is crazy. Javon needs help. Javon needs <laughs> therapy. Javon has issues. If you say, if you say, um, community, Javon is an isolator. <laughs> LaVon. No, she wouldn't. Say, say the the word is um. Picture. Picture Javon in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Music. She hides behind music because she doesn't have a life. (laughs) No. No, she wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know if she's still watching, but she might be quiet right now. Yeah, and and Wanda Turnbull, yeah, get her in there for uh, like, give us a yeah pinch we, of that. You know, it'd be cool with her. You say say what? zodiac signs. Give her twelve. Say Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six and six. Yeah, one word for yeah, that would one, be dope. One word for each sign, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in the yeah. meanwhile, in I, between. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just thinking about a, a sign. I follow this kid on uh, Instagram whose name escapes me, but he sent me a message one time, and I've been following him. He does astrology, and he's hilarious with it. He's hilarious. In fact, the next time he does a video, I'm going to send it to you. Send it to me. Send it to me. There's a there's a young man that I follow as well. I, as a matter of fact, I posted his um, thing today. He's so funny. Um, I, it, it was how the zodiac signs um react when you tell them they're cute and okay that was hysterical that was funny because yeah it was he said scorpio oh you think i'm cute thank you you want to fuck (laughs) (laughs) yo we not that bad No, none. I can't. I can't say that. My mother's a, a Scorpio. Um, yep, she's right on thirtieth. An astro rapid. Yep, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, that <sighs> episode of Odd Couple when Felix and Oscar did password. Pure oh hilarity. I don't remember it, but I I used to watch that show religiously. Oh, I love the Odd Couple. Yes, a rapid yes. fire after dark. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you're fun. You're fun like that, Pop. But yeah, you're, yeah. And that's the other He's thing. I know that we've done some. We've done at least one rapid fire with Pop. I gotta find that one. Um. Yeah. 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 Um, Feels like it's time for another one, though. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. We'll get you soon. Soon and very soon. In the meanwhile, in between time, I, I just I want to end a little early today, if that's okay with you, Rez. It's fine. That's fine. Uh, I can get some things done. Yeah, yeah. 
So I want to thank everybody for watching. Um, what I think that today is this. Okay. Is there something you would like for us to cover? Is there something? Would you like to call in, Pop? For those of you who are doing anything to um, memorialize 9/11, please be safe out there in these streets. Um, yeah, even going downtown Manhattan. Just be be careful. Pop, are you saying don't create a rapid fire for you? Because I'm definitely going to do it. You know, I have no. Um, would you like to do a rapid fire now, Pop? You know, Chilo, you are very um, handsome. What? No, no, that's not a good one. We can't do that one, Grab Gabby, get Greta. Where we mention um, celebrity names to everyone, not unless we do it in the chat. We can do that. A celebrity rapid fire to mention the luminary names to we, we common, common In other words, like um, we get um, just like anybody, Gabby or anybody, a listener on and and name names and let them say what they think about each person. I don't think. We want to do that. Although I get the fun in it. Pop, even when you have clothes on, you you come off as naked. That's <laughs> naked to the world. <laughs> Shout out to Taraji P. Luda. I mean, unless unless people know people, you know, like if if you know Taraji and you want to talk about, the, but the, nah, yeah, man. Mm. yeah, Mm-mm. yeah, no, mm. yeah, it's not not this show, you know, yeah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you see why I wanted to end early. Bob said no. I, I think he said no, he was saying no to me doing rapid fire. Rapid fire. But Pop, right. if you do it naked, it would bring more viewers. <laughs> anyway, yes. Happy Saturday, everybody. Stay safe. Okay, what? I got you. Wash your hands, wear your mask, and um, spread love. love. Keep your germs to yourself. Keep it covered up and wrapped. Shaka Khan, (laughs) I love you. And um, Peace, my people. See you later. Good. Yeah, you know me. I had it was everything was hanging out. But I wanted to say you are amazing. Your energy is beautiful. My brothers and everybody that is, of absolutely everybody online. I know you can't see them right now, but everybody is talking about your your energy, which is you can feel it. It's, it's electric, and yeah, you got me. Want you got me wanting to do so. We gotta do something. You mm-hmm. remind me of myself right a little here. bit, like energy wise. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just like. Yeah, you remind me of me. Like, I, I can imagine this is how I am. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. 
Yeah, and I can well, see it. I can see it. There. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about your energy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I can see it. <laughs> I can see I'm an energy person, so. Yeah, me too, but. I can feel the like-minded energy. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So um, hopefully we'll, we'll get to do that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, All right. Thank you. Bye, baby. See, this is where Javon gets quiet. <laughs> I know it. I know it. <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do right now, what we're going to do right now, exclusively here on WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement, with Javon and Therese and Indira Khan, we're going to play the exclusive. The exclusive. You hesitating, what are you really waiting for? Because time is ticking more than I anticipated. Promise I'm going to be everything you like. And tell my time We can have people on the sh- you know, like scheduled for the show. I will bump them for you. Except for your mother. I wouldn't bump anyone. <laughs> <for your mother. laughs> That's always her. <laughs> Hi, this is Indira Khan, and you're listening to and watching Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. No longer alone with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with your fun and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. (laughs) One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway. No, she doesn't. She just wasn't even there, actually. But anyway. (laughs) All our losses, though, Jay. <laughs> I'm like, she's got our own address. I'm going to send y'all some cologne. I'll definitely get an address. I'll send y'all about tomorrow. You can send me some cologne. Because, I mean, cologne, you know. Like yeah. <laughs> I Just in that. case it should be Shaka Khan, I want to smell really, you know, <laughs> nice. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, Doki, babe, whatever you say. What's up? So and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, just do this.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.